this bloke, it was about midnight and he'd been drinking and he went, I really like what you've done today. And I said, well, I was a bit worried. It might have been a bit slow, a bit boring. And he went, no, no, I can remember everything you've done. And he started showing me this stuff, even though he was a bit drunk. And he went, and last year you talked this. And he remembered what I'd done the year before. Wow. And I was like, how do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember what I did last week. Hi, this is Mick Tully and you're listening to Mixed Martial Arts. Maybe the shortest one ever. I've got the one and only Carl Cooper from Toxic Fighting Systems. That's right, I got it right. That's right, yeah. I uh, got it right. So, Carl, when did you start training? Uh, I started when I was 11, which was, oh, give me age away now, no, 1980. Wow, <coughs> there you are. Jesus, same I'm age. I'm an old man. Yeah, I'm an old man too. 47. <laughs> 47? 46. 46. 47 this year. Yeah, 47 in January I was. Mm. So what, what got you into martial arts? Um, it was actually somebody at school. They just said they knew where a karate club was and said, did I want to go? And I, I went along. And where, where was this? Uh, Southborough, Tommy Dross in Kent. Ah, yeah. I, thought I'd go, I thought you were Devon. No, no, I live in Devon now. Oh, right, okay. So what were you, What was it, karate you started off in? Yeah, yeah. And how, what grade did you get to? Uh, not very high. Um, blue belt it was. Yeah, and then where yeah. did you go from there? <sighs> oh, God, now you're going back, isn't you? Um, yeah. I Tell me all about it. I dropped in and dropped out of a lot of things. Um, I did a little bit of Taekwondo, but no real grades again. Yeah. Um, did a little bit of Kung Fu at the time. Um, then really it sort of kicked off again when I was about 18. I met somebody called John Carrigan, who's an instructor under Richard Pistillo. I know John, yeah, John's awesome, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, is he Kettering or Corby or somewhere around there? No, no, he's in Tunbridge. Is he in Tunbridge? Yeah. Oh, Andy Gibney's in Kettering, that's, that's why. It, yeah. oh, so, sorry, Andy. But having said that, John, I think John Carrigan would be more upset because John's a be, much better looking version of uh, well, JKD. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Andy. Nah, Andy. We're, we're all men of a certain age now, we're not supposed to look good now. So, how long were you in the JKD? Then for? Um, oh God, it went on for a bit. There was like fits and starts, so I think it spanned over 13, 14 years, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, John's good, man. Yeah. I really like good. John. John's a great guy. He did a he did a thing years ago, like an interactive DVD. Oh, right, yeah. yeah with I've got that, but I've still not watched it. No, uh, don't know. <laughs> Edit that bit. Edit that one out. No, John, it, trust me, I think you can still get it on eBay. It's bang on. Uh, but yeah, John was awesome. What drew you to, uh, to the Jeet Kune Do? Um, I just met him in a pub, actually. The, the landlord knew him. And uh, I was doing Aikido at the time, so I've forgotten the Aikido. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, don't shake his hand because he does Aikido. And uh, yeah, just met him, went along to his classes and that. And it was just mind-blowing compared with everything else that I'd done prior to that. Yeah. It was just like... Wow. Yeah, yeah, JKD just operates on a different level. That the understanding of it all is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's... Yeah, that's that is the one, man. I did a film with John as well. He does a lot of acting, doesn't he? You did. What film did you do? Uh, the Need. It was his own film. So he shot me with a gun in it. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I tell you what, John's one of those guys that you know, criminally, a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And then when you look at the amount of work he's got, like the guy's got a serious body of work. Really good martial artist as well, and always, you know, John, if you're listening, you're one of the guys I want to get on this. You know. So, what did you do after JKD? Well, I sort of went on a bit. Then I, I did a bit of uh, jujitsu. Um, 
did a bit of kickboxing as well. Yeah. And then I sort of went a bit more serious when I got to about 30. Uh, and I started doing um, Krav Maga then. And it was quite early then, so it was about 2000. That was only just coming over here then, wasn't it? Krav Maga? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was of our mutual friend, John Hegan. Yeah, John, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how long were you there with John? Uh, three years. Yeah. And I did the instructor course with Al Yalanoff. Oh like really? Yeah. He does. He says stuff to me that actually I want to go mad about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So from Krav, what happened? Um, at the same time, I, I I'd gone back to a different style of jujitsu, but the big one I started taking up then was judo. Yeah. And I found some excellent instructors in Dagenham. Yeah, Is Steve there, Butler and that. Who, sorry? Steve Butler. Steve Butler. I know that name, yeah. He was fourth down when I left. He yeah. was under Bill Woods. Bill Woods, oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, now you're talking. Uh, yeah, you know why he's Yeah. <laughs> what a killer. Yeah, yeah. Because there's the judo is crazy in this country because we have guys over here. These guys are legends. You know, some of the guys like Billy Kuzak up in uh, Edinburgh, you know, th- th- those guys are like, like Olympic level. Like, yeah, I've got a friend of mine, if he's listening, I've got to give him a shout out. I love him. Mark Fricker. Do you, I don't know if you know Mark. No. Now, I'll tell you something, that guy, never, never, ever think that this wonderful guy that you meet and gives you a hug when you meet him couldn't break your neck, because literally he'd do it in a heartbeat. Judo, for me, you know, and as much as I, I and I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and it suits my personality, but judo, no way, because judo's just too tough for me. It's That's where I've got me injuries. Really? Yeah, dislocated shoulders and God knows, almost... I was always at the osteopath getting my ribs put back in and oh, stuff just uh, throwing around and I'd snap my ligaments in my ankle as well there. So from the, from the judo, was that when you started looking at making, you know, getting the toxic thing together? Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, every week I used to go to judo, it was just me and there was a couple of fourth dance and they basically just said, what do you want to do? And every week it was ground fighting, ground fighting, ground fighting. So yeah, I mean... A lot of the stuff that I've incorporated in the toxic is their philosophies, the way that they did things. Right. They, they were superb at teaching me all the things. The throws I'm not so good at, but the groundwork really helped me out. Yeah. All the principles and that of how to get out of things and how to move body weight around. And um, what, what, how much how much emphasis do you do on your drilling? Yeah, repetition's the way, right? I've tried to simplify everything now, so you don't need so much repetition. Right, okay. I, I tend to... Cheap. 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 <laughs> in a fight, really? I know, yeah. What, cheating in a fight? Do you reckon that'd work? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, no, I, I tend to trim things down. I mean, after I did the, the Krav Maga and that and did the instructor course, I went on done Kapap and, and stuff like that. And what I was tending to do more then was go to, like, weekly camps and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, with Martin Clark and stuff like that, so I went off. Martin Clark from Sittingbourne? Yeah, yeah. Jesus! Now, that's yeah. another guy I want. He's a bear, man. That he's guy, a big bloke, he, yeah. he's, he's, he's just huge. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing Sombo. Yeah. And, like, he was doing, like, basically MMA back in, like, the 80s. I remember reading about him and uh, his old man Nobby yeah because they used to have a in fight I think it was Fighters Magazine they used to have the sitting born scene they used to call it oh. and it would always be a roundup of what he did he was going over to Russia yeah. fighting in Sombo the, the Iron Curtain was still up yeah yeah so how long were you with him I've only done the uh, the basic weekly courses and that and I've just gone back and done a few other little bits and pieces with him like and he's, and he's still and... banging right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's a tough man 
So is toxic all you teach now, or yeah, yeah? it was was I was teaching for about eight years doing the Krav Maga, and um, as I was going along, things were just changing and changing. Yeah, it got to a point. I was getting um, a lot of people coming over from Poland, right? Saying, "Oh, can you teach us up to this grade and this grade and this grade?" And I was going, "Well, to be honest, I'd have to change my class to do that because I don't teach that no more. I've changed it so much. Yes, it would be unfair." to go back and try yeah. and put you up for these grades because obviously they were coming over and, and they were P1s and P2s yeah. and stuff like this and they wanted to further themselves up and uh, yeah it was a bit difficult to yeah yeah. Well, the thing is if that's the case then you just go on to your own and yeah. there's a grade there is a grading structure with you not as such no uh, I no? just tend to pick a subject and run with it really yeah so like you so say like, I'm gonna this is where you shamelessly sell yourself right so right. a Carl Cooper <coughs> seminar what are you gonna get it's <laughs> just say everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, bizarre. pretty much everything. I mean, I tend to go in with one or two ideas, and then I let whoever I'm teaching dictate a bit. Yeah. You know, or what if, and what if, and if they did this, what could I do? And then I just tend to branch off and work. Yeah, you, with so you have to take. Ta- you do have to tailor it because if you're going to go in, especially yeah, in the in the market you're in, you're going to be going into like an established school. So they yeah. already have a skill set. And then you have to look at it and go, well, how do I tailor fit this, you know? Because yeah. so- it's not a one-size-fits-all game, you know what no, I mean? No, no. I mean, even today, we was doing um, some strangles and stuff, but the height difference of people, uh, and to be realistic, there was a girl there, and she had a tall boyfriend, and it's like, yeah, yeah. you're not even going to do these strangles in real life on somebody that size. I said today, when I was teaching the strangles, strangles isn't necessarily what I'd go for. I did it because I see a lot of people doing striking out there today, so I thought I'd just mix yeah. it up a little bit. But um, if I'm strangling someone, I've invariably I've tied up both arms. Uh, it puts me in one place. It, there's chances we can both fall down and stuff. It's much easier just to strike and run. So I'd much rather do a simpler technique again. With, with your toxic system, like legally, have you looked at the legal ramifications of what yeah, you do? I've done a lot of courses uh, with Mark Dawes, right? PS. So I've got all the um, BTECs and and stuff like that so I've done a self-defence course control and restraint so, yeah courses. so you know you know what you're able to do without <coughs> even the to... risk assessment courses and all that I've done really? the health and safety work actor and so yeah I've I had a thing and I did bring Mark up about it, it was um, I was working with a painter and he got in the Daily Mail and um, he was only walking with his kids through boots and uh, he'd done security and he sees his friend and his friend had arrested someone yeah for uh, shoplifting and another person tried to attack the security guard so he yeah. stepped in he just put him down the ground held him down so the police arrived everything was fine and dandy year and a half later in comes no win no fee tried really? to sue him yeah he'd already gone for boots he'd gone for the security guards uh, insurance company as well and got nowhere with those two because so he's working his way down yeah and gone for him the simple things the one man people don't yeah it's not people like the old days about that. I've got to do a, a thing for Martial Arts Illustrated I've been writing a lot yeah. of things and um, a series of articles and that and the last one is about law and I don't think people realise because that it's just in the paper today uh, well not today but the last couple of days in Torquay that somebody got hit over the head with an iron bar 
but they managed to hit the other person twice, knocked him out, and of course they mounted on top of him and hit him a load more times. Uh, and he's been sent down. Well, he will do. Because it's excessive force. Yeah, but you see, this is, you know, yeah, it has to be consummate to the threat. So once the guy's knocked out, don't get, you know, this is, it's not like the old days. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm not saying everything was great in the old days, sound like an old fart. <laughs> but, you know, years ago, guy got, you know, you had, a, you had an issue with a guy. He said, look, I'll tell you what, I'll meet you at the Memorial Park at half six in the morning. We'll, you know, we'll straighten it out. Yeah. yeah, you get there, give them a bit of a tune up. That's it. It's all done and dusted. Not anymore. Yeah, you know, he gives some guy a clatter around the head, and the next thing it's like, I'm going to sue you. He's got two weeks in Florida. Yeah. You got seven grand. You got to pay. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened here? Yeah. I thought you're supposed no, to be a like guy. four grand. Four. Yeah. Wow. Just to prove his innocence, plus all the worry and the hassle as well. You know, he's got kids and mortgage. You know, it, you don't need it. If you can walk away, you talk away. You know, this is the one thing that is so prevalent all the time. Every martial artist I speak to all say the same thing. If you can get out, just get out. You but know? I do worry that some people train themselves so much that they think, I can do it. I want to do it. He, he deserves to be here. Well, this and is, they step in when they shouldn't step in. Well, this is the thing that I'm going to say, you know. So, you know, you train with John Carrigan. Awesome, right? Yeah. Train with John Hagan. And, yeah I, yeah, I rate John. You know what I mean? Krav Maga, Jiu-Jitsu, awesome. And I don't think, especially not the Krav anymore, and uh, not even the Sistema now, but some of the reality-based stuff, you get guys that want to see if it works or not. You must yeah. have seen that, right? And yeah, I just don't think it works. I, yeah, I don't think it's good for you, right? No. Well, so what's your views? Do you think some people just... <laughs> they create their own problems by doing it, yeah? I think they can do, yeah. yeah. And the series of articles I've been writing are, are trying to tell people, look, maybe you should think one step ahead and not get yourself involved in that. If you get yourself involved in that, then do you realise that you could get yourself involved with something else? And, and so it snowballs on, you know? It's a knock-on effect, man. It's the <clears throat> knock-on effect. Yeah, martial arts, for for something that's supposed to get you some sort of like enlightenment and make you understand, there's some real dicks out there, right? You yeah, must yeah. have seen a few of them. Yeah. So where's the future for you for martial arts then? Oh. Well, at the moment, I, I tend to be going, uh, doing little bits and pieces abroad and that, which is quite nice. I like to travel around and try and get it out. But I've been doing this stuff for, for a long time and it's only really the last year that I've sort of ramped it up a little bit. Yeah. So it's still sort of early days. Although I've been training this stuff and working this stuff out for a long time, it's only really been the last. Well, you're on the cover of Martial Arts <laughs> Illustrated, what, last, what was it, two months ago, three months ago? April and September. April and September, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twice in September. Yeah, oh, wow. Did you, Two did, different things. Did you, when you used to buy that magazine years ago, did you ever think you were going to be on the front of it? <laughs> no, and I've got to thank Bob for that. I mean, he got me on the first one in April, and then yeah. uh, I met him at the martial arts show last year, and we got a, a few photos done, because he asked me to do one article, Survive Street Attack. Yeah. And uh, when you see the photos and that, it's like, wow, just... Just write loads. Just really? write what you want to write and I'll, I'll put it in for you. So it's yeah. been going on since... Um, but that was September issue, so it's still going currently. Yeah, if you, if you haven't picked up Martial Arts Illustrated, please do. They're saying the numbers are up now, I think, yeah, the circulation numbers. Yeah, they should do. You, the problem is, as well, it's like the amount of people... I used to buy magazines all the time. I get everything sent to my, my tablet now. Yeah. You know, that's that's the way, that's how I do it. Uh, especially with my eyesight now. You have to wear the glasses now as well. No, you? no. Oh, come not on. Yet. Not You're not far off it, not far Probably. off it. Hey, now, it's, the, the martial arts is, in the UK at the moment, we're in interesting times. Yeah, especially with Facebook, there's guys having wars with each other. Oh, no, and yeah, I'm trying to stay out of I, I just sit back and watch. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, I love I'm it. I'm trying to be friends with everyone. Too right, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Love all, trust few. Learn uh, to paddle your own canoe. I mean, I'm trying to help Tony out. But I helped him out with a disabled. Yes, it, that. yeah. That, he told me all about that. It yeah. went well, didn't it? It went really well. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was your? What, what did you do there? My contributions. Yeah. Um, well, I suggested Lily Shaw. Yes. Um, so I put him onto that. Uh, I got Daniel Brown there, MBE. Yes. For the archery for disabled. Um, and how do you know him? Daniel, Daniel Brown, it's yeah. a girl. Uh, sorry, Daniel. Yeah. No, no, the blo- it's a blonde chip, right? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. 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 Um, How do you know? Again, it was just doing this um, NLP and stuff like that. I've done an NLP course. I never knew that. Who was that with? Uh, that, again, was with Mark Dawes. Really? Yeah. I did NLP as well. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Again, I'm trying to... I mean, most fights are in the head anyway. You, yeah. You beat yourself in the head if you're going to beat yourself, you know. And so <clears throat> you need to have a positive look and work things out and... And stuff like that. So, yeah, I thought NLP would be a good way to go. Yeah, well, I believe. Yeah, to think and Yeah, it, 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 well, if you understand what what their view of the world is, you can mm. empathise, and then you can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, them. I did conflict management and all that sort of thing. So it all goes hand in hand and stuff. Yeah. You know, you can try and talk yourself out of a lot. Yeah, I only got into NLP to get chicks. I might as well tell you. Uh, yeah, I saw. I, I I read the game and I thought, yeah, I'll have some of this. Now, actually, I got into it for business. Yeah. Because, guess, yeah, because yeah. there was a couple of people that I just couldn't connect with, and then it was actually when I did the Vacog stuff, and it was. Like, I, I could before my hearing went I was very auditory because I'm yeah, I'm yeah yeah I like to speak anyway but like very visual as well uh, and you know the the the, the kinesthetic thing I, I you know as a person yeah no yeah that's what I do with a girl no I don't do that but you know it was like literally the whole especially especially with the NLP it was like it was guys like you never stay in touch with me you don't know how I'm feeling yeah. and of course if I listen to that I'll go touch feel okay <laughs> And but I didn't I, I'm like look yeah look I'll get so back to you listen so level, yeah and yeah. of course we were, you know, we were communicating but not communicating on this VACOG understanding and yeah. once I understood that boom and it was amazing but that's the way they say about teaching as well isn't it you know some people visual yeah exactly that's why I do everything I, I do everything visually I talk through it then I make people feel it yeah. uh, unless I've had a curry they won't smell anything <laughs> but you, you, you know what I mean yeah. and that's how you, that's I how mean you that's the it. way that I simplify everything down I mean even today I said look sorry but I'm going to go slow so you, I build it up in stages so they can understand it yes and I had a, a funny thing I, I went to a, a martial arts thing a couple of years ago and uh, this bloke, it was about midnight and he'd been drinking and he went, I really like what you've done today. And I said, well, I was a bit worried. It might have been a bit slow, a bit boring. And he went, no, no, I can remember everything you've done. And he started showing me this stuff, even though he was drunk. And he went, and last year you talked this. And he remembered what I'd done the year before. Wow. And I was like, how do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember what I did last week. <laughs> no, no, but... You know, it's only like 20 minute slots, or it's only teaching yeah, but 20 minutes, and you don't get a lot of time to, to do things. But I, I tend to, I, I've been told it's quite good the way I teach things because I go in very basic and then just build it, I layer everything up. Yeah, that's So that people understand, they understand why I do it and where I'm coming from. Oh man. So whether they agree with it or not is up to them, but it, I structure things out so that they can pick it up easy. And again, I think that NLP and and seeing how other people do it has yeah, helped yeah. me you know yeah, no, you, you, yeah don't, don't don't try and redesign the wheel no I mean a lot of Filipino stuff I did uh, and uh, I won't mention names and, but 
they try to show you so much so quick that as soon as they finish the demonstration, you have to call someone over and go, excuse me, I'll start again because you've forgotten. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I might as well tell you that I'm guilty of that. Mm. Uh, uh, the problem is, especially with the Carly, it lends itself to that because what we do is uh, you, you'll get a, 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 a principle, you yeah. stick to it, then you layer on top of it. But the next thing you know, you... People, people look at it and they, they forget the principle and they just remember the five different endings you yeah. give them. And people then they, like flashy stuff, don't they? Yeah, they do. And it's the shiny shit. Yeah. People are like magpies. They look at it and go, oh, a shiny thing, I'll have that. And that isn't the way we should I haven't work. got much shiny. <laughs> yeah, nothing in short. I tell you what, it sounds really cheesy, but he's a bit of a shining star at the moment, oh. this guy. He's making it work. He's making it work. So, no plans for a future apart from going out and giving it loads. <sighs> Bring it to the world. I, I would like to, I mean, we've just done another couple of DVDs. Yes. But they're sort of in production. Again, um, I'm using people that uh, are at university and stuff like that, so they're using it for their coursework as well. So rather oh, than just right. me getting something out of it, I'm using people that can use Perfect. it for their coursework per- and stuff. And what website can you get this from? Um, well, that'd be me, uh, toxicfightingsystem.com. Ah, oh, toxicfightingsystem.com. And you can get you on... Are you on Facebook? I'm on Facebook, yeah, under Cole Cooper, and there's a Toxic Fighting System page as well. There you are, everything you need to know. And how toxic is Toxic Fighting Systems? <laughs> is it for everybody? Yeah, I mean, if you see one of my DVDs, one I've done a few years ago, it's, uh, it's got a bloke on there with cerebral palsy. And uh, wow. he come and trained with me for years. We used to work together and he come and trained. He, he wanted to do the DVD more than, I was like, oh, I don't know how people are going to perceive this. But he, he bought me breakfast at work and said, I want to do it. So well, what are you going to do? Breakfast is breakfast. Yeah, yeah, but I don't treat him any different. And it just shows that even if you've got disabilities, you can change it. And again, when people come in, I normally adapt it to what works for them. I know that not everything's going to work for everyone. No, it doesn't work that way. And so I, I adapt things and get things changed. Yeah, but that's the Jeet Kune Do principle. You know, that's that's how, you know, that's what you do, you know. You research, you absorb what's useful, reject what's useless, add what's specifically your own. That's, that's what it is. We're going to have to wrap up, I think, because the guys are all coming out now. Yeah, yeah. Carl Cooper, it's been Great a pleasure. Time, thank you. <laughs> There we are. Not as painful as you thought, eh? No, no. Yeah, thanks, Sharon, for letting him out. All right, have a good one. (laughs) Thanks for listening today. We have a brand new show every Friday. You can listen to all our interviews on MixedMartialArts.com. Mixed Martial Arts is a paint-your-headphones production. Wah!